Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, October 13th, as we continue with UK Week and our monthly theme of number one squared, a number one album at the same time as a single was number one by the same band. Today we focus on the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which on August 19th of 1967 was number one along with All You Need Is Love. It was recorded in December of 66 through April of 67 at EMI Studios and Regent Sound in London and released May 26th of 67 by Parlophone in the UK and June the 2nd by Capitol. Um, It is the eighth album by the Beatles. It is... It was a U.S. number one for 15 weeks and remained in the top 200 for 113 consecutive weeks. Over two years. Over two years. That's impressive. Two years and a month and a half. Mm -hmm. No, two years and two two months. months. Mm -hmm. Uh, 11 million in sales in the U.S., 32 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. Marks the beginning of the Beatles' non-touring period. It's also the first album where the UK and US track listings were exactly the same. Thank God the frustration is over. Uh, what yeah. a bunch of lame garbage. Yeah. Well, that's why they had the whole butcher cover because they were, you know, they're like, dude, you're we're artists and you're literally butchering butchering our our art. And I think that they finally hit that level of popularity where they were saying, "Look, this is our album. It's an album." It's not a couple of singles that you can rip off and 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 make forty fives of and sell six million of. This is our album, start to finish. This is a this particular is piece. Yes, and I feel like Sergeant Pepper. I, I mean, it doesn't get much better than this. It, it doesn't. Really doesn't. And you know, so many people have said so many things about. Sergeant Pepper, I did choose a couple that I thought were particularly meaningful. Um, Allen Ginsberg said, mm. After the apocalypse of Hitler and the apocalypse of the bomb, there was here an exclamation of joy, the rediscovery of joy and what it is to be alive. I like that. I that's, like it too. And coming from Ginsberg, that's like... That's the most... Yeah, that's thoughtful. Clear thing and, I've ever heard out yeah. of him. And to think of... All he does is from, howl. From oh god, you're such a jackass. Sometimes. Speaking of jackasses, Doctor Timothy Leary said, "Oh yeah, there you go." The LP quote gave a voice to the feeling that the old ways were over, with an emphasis on the necessity for cultural change based on an agenda of peace. Mm. Yeah, had four wins at the tenth Grammy Awards. Album of the Year, Best Contemporary Album, Best Engineered Recording Non-Classical, and Best Album Cover Graphic Arts. Still probably to this day. Possibly. It's up there. It's in the top ten, no no matter what. The album cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band has its own Wikipedia page. Wow. With a diagrammed breakdown by individual... Yeah, person, yeah. and if you want to know who all is in there, is quite the impressive list. My favorite part of the cover is the baby doll on the front that 
in that's did stitched or embroidered. I'm not a seamstress, so I don't really know which is the appropriate term, but it says, welcome the Rolling Stones. Here is the Rolling Stones who were coming out and doing something complete, not completely different, but their style was different. They had a dirty blues kind of feel, and the, and the Beatles had this clean cut, you know, like this is, this is kind of getting into their Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. It's like you, you pick your poison. You know, the yeah. Beatles and the Stones yeah. were two completely separate entities. But the Beatles saw what the Rolling Stones were doing and said, ooh, y'all get get on the ship. Well, side note on that, uh, they actually crafted the doll to look like Shirley Temple for the third appearance of Shirley Temple in some form on the cover. So... If you want to play Where's Waldo with the Sgt. Pepper cover, find the three Shirley Temples. That's awesome. Um, This album is widely regarded as the first true concept album in popular music. The 1993 Grammy Hall of Fame put it in, and it was introduced into the Library of Congress in 2003. George is the only Beatle to play on the song Within You, Without You, which starts the second set. It's also the longest song on the whole thing, and it's a brilliant song. It is. Uh, every, it's an interesting choice to start yeah, the second side. No, I agree. But, yeah, it's in there. Um, every member of the Beatles also got their own track, like yeah. their own songwriting. Mm-hmm. Like Ringo got his own song. He literally got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just on this one song, but with a little help from my friends. Is Which a, is not just a pun. It's a real thing. It's, it's a funny because it's true. It's funny because it is true. You cannot be more right because he was literally like, dude, I got – like Ringo, he is – everybody always argues that Ringo wasn't the best drummer and all this BS. My thing is – Ringo held it all together. Oh, Ringo held this band together so, like, he didn't play over what he needed to play. And that's the whole difference of what being a, being a drummer and being a great drummer is. A great drummer understands when to play and when not to play. The holes you leave are as important as the holes exactly. you fill. Exactly. So... Strawberry Fields Forever, When I'm 64, and Penny Lane, all three... Um, kind of thematically linked to various Beatles' childhoods, which was alleged to be the theme of the whole concept album. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, this album was widely perceived as listeners as the soundtrack to The Summer of Love, which Mm -hmm. that's hard to argue, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, and any, any album that closes on A Day in the Life, like, that, that, that song is magical, um, basically, it was two different songs that that Lennon and McCartney were working on, and they kind of just slapped them together with this crazy interlude. And and the note at the end, the piano note, is something of just like rock and roll legend. And to hit that note to end the album, you mean the big the, massive the, the, yeah orchestra just, hit yeah the orchestra of where it's just. And it's just like, whoa, you feel it in your soul. And you let it all out. Mm -hmm. 
And then John had them leave in a 15 kilohertz high frequency tone in there to piss off your dog. (laughs) No, literally, he suggested it be added intending to annoy dogs. (laughs) Literally a John Lennon at his best. Uh, And then there's sounds of backwards laughter and gibberish that were pressed into the record's run-out groove on purpose so that if you didn't have an auto needle return, you had an endless loop of gibberish laughter, John Lennon saying, been so high, and Paul McCartney saying, never could be any other way, never could be any other way. Mm. But this this album is a great full circle because Paul modeled several aspects of this album off of Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm which Brian Wilson has admitted was modeled in many ways after Rubber Soul. So it's when it all comes back if your band starts with B. <laughs> or a double B. BB. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is, this is one of those albums that you, 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 you can't miss uh, on Sgt. Pepper. You can't miss it. You can't go through life without listening to Sergeant Pepper. You could say that with almost every Beatles record that there is. But Sergeant Pepper, I feel, is the the king of the mountain. You know, in a in a way. You know, like with me, they kind of switch back and forth, but Sergeant Pepper is always gonna be up there because of just what it is and how 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 big of a grip it took. It on, was momentous. Oh, it was huge. It grabbed everyone yeah. regardless of you know you could look at it on the surface. You could look at it deeper. You could get as much or as little out of Sgt. Pepper as you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it a great album is interpretability. The more that you can make it your own, mm-hmm. even though someone else created it, mm-hmm. the more accessible that is to more people. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, uh, well, today's album for the day, um, October 13th, is Sergeant Pepper by the Beatles. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe, uh, get all of our new content. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!